Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Totry, joined hey, on this game week Monday by only Shane Diefenbach, the one yeah, and only. I am. We don't even need Sean today. Sean, no. Sean just decided that he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna join us today. He's gonna take a trip yeah. to Denver. Um, Sean retired. Um, he's no longer with us. Um, at PHX. Oh, he's going to go with us. Yeah, just until tomorrow, though, I believe. So, Are they coming back from the dead? I don't remember. He, he's not That's dead. Funny. He just retired, but he's coming out of retirement later this week. Oh, okay. So do yeah. we need to have like the Michael Jordan thing typed up like he's back, ready to go? Yeah, I think we should. Um, okay. Can, uh, can you bear with me for a second while I turn my hat backwards? I would love to bear with you. Everybody bear with Shane while he turns his hat backwards. He's got the rally cap on now. And it's time to go. Are we good to there go now? We ready? No, we're, we're great. Yeah. Sean was no, banished to the Shadow Realm after his take on themed parties. Um, where where am I then? Was I not banished? Was I spared? No. You just haven't reached your demise quite yet. Joe, uh, Joe already <laughs> Joe already in the chat bringing up Notre Dame before I do. <laughs> Over, <laughs> under, man, before we even get to ASU, Notre Dame plus 17 and a half. I'm hammering it. Really? Hammer it. I don't. Hammer I just, it. Hammer everything Notre Dame related right now. The spread on that game, hammer their over-under on wins at nine and a half. I love it. Absolutely love it. The Freeman era is here. That's enough Notre Dame. Now we're on ASU. So so AS, speaking of betting and speaking of ASU, um, yes. I got a great profit boost yesterday, or this morning actually. I woke up like a child on Christmas morning to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app, as, as I do every morning. Um, and it gave me a profit boost on ASU's over under win total at six games. Uh, it was plus money. So I took that and I hammied it. Um, but that's why the drafting sports of guy was the goat because they give me that ASU over six wins. We've gone through this before. Lock that in right now. Hammy it. Absolute hammy. It. Hammy. Um, just about 40 minutes before we've gone live or went live. ASU released their, their week one depth chart. So, We've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to talk about today from, from Herm's presser, from the players. We'll break down NAU a little bit. But before we do any of that, I do want to touch on some interesting parts of the depth chart. Uh, most notably, they spelled Emory Jones' name wrong. Um, that is totally amazing. Fine. He's Emory Hones. So from this point forward, he's EH5 in my book. 
He is no longer EJ5. Uh, wow. So, yeah. Emory Hones. It will be corrected. We have been informed that it will be corrected. His okay. name legally is still Emory Jones. So that is breaking news. His name still is Emory Jones. Uh, he's a starting quarterback. There's a few points with this depth chart that are interesting to me. And that I oh. haven't noticed that too many so, other universities do. But there's a lot of ors here. Yeah. So so bear with me, chat, as if you again, haven't seen this, neither have I. Because, yeah, we're bearing today. Um, I was producing the Sun Show when this was announced, so I haven't seen this. Um, so this is very, very exciting. Um, you can you can just go on Twitter and look up ASU depth chart um, and find it. Um, it is interesting to say the least. I know you're going to get to the receivers really fast, but there is yeah, some... that's very first thing that stuck out to me, and that's the very first place I wanted to go was the wideouts. Um, so they've got Brian Thompson listed at the X, which is something that we had probably expected. We talked about a yeah. couple weeks ago on the show. Um, we've got Elijah well, Badger. Well, Brian Thompson or Andre Johnson at the X. Yes, or one of those two. Um, Elijah Badger at the Z. Yeah. Uh, and specifically, the, the most interesting part about that to me, right, was you, you look at the X, you look at the Z, and you look at the H. So the H is listed as Giovanni Sanders or Cam Johnson. The X is Brian Thompson or Andre Johnson. When it comes to the Z, it is Elijah Badger at the top and only Elijah Badger at the top. Well, Meaning he is the one. Charles Hall would be the two. And Chad Johnson Jr. presumably would be the three. Yeah, so, well, you think – go ahead. Go ahead and finish your thought. I, I mean, no, I was just going to ask you. It, I think that's interesting to me given the fact that Elijah out of everybody throughout camp has had a lot of high expectations, but I'm not necessarily sure – if he has fulfilled those quite yet. Yeah. Um, well, y- y- yeah, you go over this and, you know, X is usually your number one wide receiver. So we assume Brian Thompson or Andre Johnson was going to be that guy returning guys who had the most impact out of anybody on this roster in the receiving core last year. So that makes sense. Um, but the Z receiver is an interesting position because it's not, it's, it's, it's a specialty position almost, you know, it's like, this is your guy who's good in open space basically and that is what elijah badger is he Mm -hmm. is a demon when he comes to open field and i think that's why there's no or is because he is a specialist and he is very good at that i am so excited that he is getting the opportunity to start and everybody that's listened to the show knows that um knows that i'd be this excited but to see it on paper literally physically paper well screen but it is on paper somewhere and his name Um, is spelled correctly it is spelled correctly, and I am so fired up. No, nah, man, it's 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 going to be exciting uh, to see him along with a bunch of other guys who haven't had either high expectations or they've had kind of on and off springs and falls. Like, I think it's going to be a great work-in game to really see what a lot of these guys can do against what's perceived as a lesser opponent against NAU. Uh, but after the wideouts... On offense, the only other thing that you could argue sticks out, not really, is Isaiah Glass starting at left tackle. I know there was some competition with Emmett Bull, um, mm-hmm. but ultimately Glass is going to go ahead and get the nod. Herm today in his presser, and it's something we'll talk about a little bit later, was was mentioning that they've got a lot of guys on the offensive line that have played significant time in other places, right? Something that we've talked about extensively. So don't be surprised this season if you see rotations at certain positions in the offensive line. If guys need breathers because of the heat, that was something that was mentioned today during the presser is you don't be surprised if you see Joey Ramos coming in at right tackle or right guard for a few snaps, just so some guys can get some breathers, which is a luxury that a lot of 
teams and specifically offensive lines may not necessarily have because they don't have guys coming from like an Iowa state, like Joey Ramos or a guy like Emmett bowl. Um, so they're going to definitely use their depth outside of the offense. Looking at the defense, a couple things also stand out. Um, probably most notably on the defensive line for me is that Joe Moore is going to get the start ahead of Trevez Moore. Um, what do you think about Moore getting the nod, uh, despite the the fact that you know Trevez is the older guy, he's the bigger guy, perceived to be the faster guy, uh, but they go with Joe instead? Yeah, it's well that. So for the future for, of Sun Devil Nation, I'm sure this is exciting. More look, Trevez Moore. I've me and Sean have salivated over him in practice. The man is massive. The man is fast, and he's a graduate senior. Um, but for Joe Moore, it's it's a younger guy, you know, redshirt sophomore, um, and people don't. A lot of ASU fans don't think this is a year that they are going to make some a lot of noise. I would disagree. I think they can make noise, but this is certainly isn't a Pac-12 championship contending year, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I definitely think there's. I mean, the offensive or the defensive line is one of the most substituted positions in football. So clearly, we're going to see Tremes more, but it, it's interesting to see that. Um, also. Seeing that Nesta Jade Silvera isn't the only nose tackle that is yeah. listed as the sole starter. Yeah, I think, and that's again, it's we'll get to it in a little bit with what Herm had to say at the presser today. But rotation is something that we are going to see a lot of, specifically with the defensive side of the ball. He touched on the defensive line. He mentioned the defensive backs as well. Is they've got seven or eight guys that they feel comfortable with rotating in. Um, now you could take that on somewhat of a positive note of like, okay, we've got some depth or you could take it on a little bit of a, a, a more negative note where you look at the last few seasons when they've, you know, defensive back hasn't been a question, right? They've looked to 24, they've looked to zero and they go out there and you're like, okay, Chase Lucas, Jack Jones, those are our guys. And you fill in the nickel this season. It, it's going to be a little bit more of a rotation, at least to start things off. Right. I mean, haven't even talked about the fact that Tamarcus Davis and Jordan Clark are both going to be missing Thursday's game against NAU, um, which again, I think if, I think it's a, a circumstance where if they were opening the season against Oklahoma state, you'd probably see those guys out there, right? Those are games that Jordan Clark and Tamarcus Davis don't want to miss. Now they've got the luxury of playing a team like NAU where it's like, okay, you know what? Like, we can go a week without these guys, which is what it seems like to me. Would you, would you agree to that? Yeah. I mean, I would hope you don't need two guys to be make a difference against NAU. I would really hope so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm not worried. It's not great because, you know, having a leader on the field at week one would be very nice or your main yeah. leader, I would say, in Jordan Clark. But, you, I mean, Soli's still there. Like, yeah, I, I also it's interesting to see what the secondary is going to look like without them too, because yep. you know they're probably expected to get a lot of snaps. Um, I think Ro Torrance was a, a guy that it was expected probably to start, um, but now you know who's playing the nickel, Mr. DJ yeah. Taylor, which is yeah, DJ really Taylor or 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 literally it's just <laughs> it's yep. going to be. Don't expect to to memorize any of these numbers come week one because by the time you get accustomed, you're like, okay, third possession, that's DJ Taylor. Odds are you're going to see somebody else. That's just yep. the way it's going to be this week. Um, and, again, that's that's a good thing for a lot of these guys, right? You never want to see guys out like Jordan Clark, Marcus Davis. You want to see them get their time out there. But it is going to be nice to see guys like Ed Woods, 
um, the Markham brothers, Mason Williams, a lot of these guys get reps, get heavy reps in a game that, you know, they might not see a, a ton of just getting accustomed to the playbook game reps against an Oklahoma State or a USC or a Utah. Got to totally take advantage of the fact that you do have a lesser opponent in NAU, and I, I expect them to utilize that to their advantage this week. Uh, is there anything before we move on outside of, you know, what Herm had to say earlier, but on the depth chart, is there anything else that kind of sticks out to you, or is it pretty much um, as expected? I like Omar Norman Lott getting the nod at the starting defensive or yeah, the defensive defensive tackle position. Um, I think he's going to be very good. This is a dude who you know his size on the field, but seeing him off the field, like we did at Burrito Express, 6'3, 290, and he looks all of it. Um yeah, yeah he look he, he looks good. Uh, I I'm really excited to see what he can do. And and you know, the second secondary guy next to him is BJ Green, which is a great option. So I love that. Um another thing, you know, Markham. Uh, most likely starting at one of the safety spots. Uh, K1, by the way, not um, not Keon. Keon's slated to probably get a lot of cornerback play, but not yeah. in, not slowed as a starter. Um, but also, Curry Bethley is everywhere on this depth chart. Um, could get some run at nickel. I could see him getting run at corner, but then it also has him listed as an or for a starting safety position. So Chris Edmonds and Markham or Bethley is what you're going to see at the starting safety position come Thursday, which is really interesting. And then we knew this about the special teams, but Carter Brown or Jace Feely, you don't really know. And we've seen both of them struggle a bit in practice. So mm-hmm. hopefully one of them gets hot. Kickers are kickers. Um, they, It's a very mental thing. And I'm not yeah. in the boat that says it's easy and it's all mental because it is not. It is a very hard thing to do. Kicking the football is not an easy thing to do. Yeah, but especially confidence from the range is a huge, and the consistency that people yeah. want. Confidence is so. a huge thing. So I wouldn't be surprised if one of these guys misses a field goal um, against NAU and the other comes in and hits three in a row or something. And that is yeah. your starter for the rest of the season because that's how it definitely could go. So that's an underrated thing to keep an eye on is who's kicking field goals and PATs um, come yeah. Thursday. But yeah, that's about it. Some of this is going to be almost a tryout still. Um, it's going to feel, we've, we've talked about it for weeks, the NAU game is going to be somewhat of a glorified scrimmage. I don't expect that to change with some guys out. Uh, the the injury report and the injury list is just Jordan Clark and Tamarcus Davis, uh, which is a good sign. Those guys aren't expected to have significant injuries. Herm said in the pressure today, the expectation is they're going to shoot to have both those guys ready to go next week. That's a positive thing. The only other guy that is out is Michael Matus, who we know is out for the season. Um as far as returning kicks and punts, expect to see a lot of DJ Taylor. He is listed as the starter on there. Um, and then kind of working your way down, you'll see Daniel Ngata, Cam Johnson, and even the freshman Javen Jacobs. Um, so we'll see what comes of that. Hopefully, DJ is perfect when it comes to, to kicks and punts, and you don't have to see any of those guys. Yeah. I mean, you, everybody remembers DJ Taylor. I think two or three muffed um, kickoffs slash punts last year. Not the best, but... You know that that's also something that's you can get in your head about easily. And if you take that away from DJ, uh, you have a very special player in space. He is one of the best at making people miss. He's very fast, very shifty. Um, I'm really excited to see DJ Taylor return punts and kicks. And I'm also I'm I'm fired up to see him play defense this year. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Roaring Fork in the chat saying, if you have two kickers, then you don't have any, or something like that. Hey, man. <laughs> As, as a Chargers fan, I have seen and lived – like sometimes you live and die by the kick. Again, it, it's, it's a luxury this week that they get to play NAU. I know come Saturday 
You're going to see a lot of phenomenal football games, right? You're going to see the the Oregon and Georgia. You're going to see the Notre Dame and Ohio State. And you're going to be like, damn, I kind of, I low-key kind of wish Arizona State was playing a big game like that. No, you don't. No, I you promise don't. you, you, you really don't. Right now, you would love to just get these guys all on the same page and ready for week two against Oklahoma State. As long as the Sun Devils are don't kick an onside kick when they're up 11 in the third oh, quarter, God. I'm fine with that. Um, oh, God. And by the way, the odds still not available on the DraftKings Sports. Yeah, or the anywhere. odds. Yeah, you, you bring up a good point. We've, we've checked. The odds still aren't up yet. It's something that we probably would expect Wednesday night. The game will be posted. You will be able to bet on the Arizona State NAU game. Um, it's just a matter of them kind of figuring out the line. I'm not 100% sure if NAU has released their depth chart. Uh, but maybe maybe the depth chart thing was something that the the sports books were waiting on. Um, we'll see if that was the case because, like I said, the, the the depth chart was just released a little bit less than an hour ago. So we could see those odds by the end of the day, uh, but we'll be sure to keep you guys updated. But while we're talking about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you guys should download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PHNX because when you bet just $5 on college football, you're going to get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Guys, it's literally $200 free if you bet just five on college football. Who doesn't want to be watching college football with a little bit of stake in the game? This is this is just the place to do it. So outside of DraftKings Sportsbook, outside of the depth chart, we heard from Herm for the first time during a game week, potentially the last first time that we hear from Herm to start a season. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It, it's, it's a thing, okay? You never know. Never know these days. Yeah, you do. Uh, is it the last time? I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Uh, but there's a couple things mainly that I that I do want to touch on that Herm had to say today. Um, we talked about Jordan Clark and Tamarcus Davis not playing. Um, he danced around it for a quick second and was asked to follow up and answered the question as he should. Uh, but the the big part of today's press conference to me was a lot about the rotations, right? You're gonna see rotations on the offensive line. You're going to see a lot of rotations on the defensive line in the secondary. Now, this is not something that a lot of really good football teams do consistently. You never see shuffling on the offensive line unless you have to, right? Because you want to keep those guys in somewhat of of a chemistry building. Same thing with the defensive line. You know, here or there, you'll give guys breathers. Some guys are specialty guys, and you'll see the rotation. Now, my question to you, Shane, is – are you concerned at all that there is going to be significant rotation in spots like the offensive line or the defensive line? Or is this something that you can get behind a little bit with, okay, maybe we can get some depth here, or maybe this is looking to the future a little bit? Well, I, you know, it, it, it might be cause for concern for a different type of football team, but Arizona State is not a normal football team. Um, a lot of the true. guys that are going to be plug-and-play guys are guys that have played college football for a very long time. Um, so they have confidence in that, and, the, and Emory Jones should have confidence that. Also, speaking of Emory Jones, you're not blocking for a normal quarterback. This is not Mac Jones at Alabama. This is a shifty man who can make people miss, so he's hard to block for because he will scramble. Um, so, yeah, I, I think getting a rhythm like you were talking about is important, but only to some extent when it comes to blocking for a guy like that. I would rather have the same five guys stay healthy and – play the whole season but i also don't really mind it because you kind of get a different look and feel from these guys so i'm not too worried but 
it's just if if it wasn't Herm saying it, I think I'd be a lot less worried. But he might try some weird shit. He might put <laughs> Emmett Bull at 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 tight end, and you're like, dude, what are we doing? Hey man, fuck it. Sometimes you just want to see. Sometimes Actually, a six lineman set does work. Um, put him at tight end, run the ball, or you know, I'm here for it. I am yeah. absolutely here. For as many offensive linemen as you want to put down, given the fact that this is ASU's deepest position, if you want to find a way to get Emmett Bull, Joey Ramos, guys that are expected to be backups, like on the field with the starters, I'm here for it. Give me as many offensive linemen as we could possibly go and just give me give me all offensive linemen, Emery Jones, Daniel Ngata, and Xavier Valade, and just run it. See what seven, happens. Seven personnel, just just every lineman in the world. Um, give me the maybe, meat cakes, man. Give me maybe meat. line up one wide. And everybody else blocks, and you just who who's out wide? If you're if you got all these off, fucking Elijah Badger down there somewhere. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Um, just hearing you talk about that is giving me some anxiety, Um, uh, which kind of segues perfectly into the Hermism from today. Okay, yes, Herm has been known for just sometimes going off tangent, right? Sometimes just Herm's in his own world, and that's totally okay. Today, he was in his own world yet again. One thing that he brought up in his opening statement was that there's a lot of anxiety in the building, right? These guys, they've been waiting to play a football game. They've been itching to play a football game, as his many, many teams in the nation are. However, what was interesting to me was Herm was asked if it was like a positive anxiety or a negative anxiety. And Herm went on to say that he wakes up with anxiety every single day and that it's a good thing and everybody should have anxiety. Um, I, I think he was, I get I what he's ev- saying. I get what he's saying too, but I don't think it's necessarily anxiety that he's talking about. I think he's talking about like jitters or like butterflies type of thing. Uh, I don't necessarily associate anxiety. Do you like, do you think these players should have anxiety? Well here. So what's the, what's the saying? Um, like if you don't have anxiety, then you're not excited about what you're going to do. Um, something like that. You, you don't have passion. Right. Yeah, sure. We'll just throw it, throw it on a whiteboard and we'll call that a quote. Um, but but it's it's true to some extent. I mean, if somebody has zero, if somebody tells you they have zero anxiety about a football game coming up, they're probably lying. That or they're Michael Vick. Not going to play. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or they're very talented. Um, to me, it, it I just think her, it's Herm saying something and being like, oh, now I have to elaborate on this. This is just kind of something I was going to throw out there. Um, okay, here. This is what it means. I don't know. Herm is a speaker, and he's very good at it. But sometimes he, you take his quotes, like not you, but everybody takes the quotes very literally, and they're like, what does this mean, Herman? When in reality, he's just kind of saying things. He just, just has Hermisms, as you said. They, That's a, it's a Hermism, man. Like yeah. this – it's not necessarily up there with the uh, Joe in the chat. I'd be anxious too if my reputation was in the NCAA's hands. You know what? You're right. May- I get it. I-, I get why coaches would have anxiety, right? I totally understand. But I'm not necessarily sure that you would want your players to be anxious, right? Like I feel like anxiety, especially when it comes to athletics and sports and football, comes from not necessarily being sure of what's going to take place on the field Thursday, right? If I'm an Arizona State football player, I'm not anxious at all. Why? Because I'm playing NAU, and we should go out there and we should kick the shit out of them. And yeah, if but we don't, then that's a problem. But anxious is anxiety isn't always such a negative thing. 
Um, I'm anxious to go play. I'm anxious to get going. I'm anxious to 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 hit somebody. I was going to say I'm anxious to to do a crack back block, but that's illegal. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, Unless I'm the refs aren't looking. I'm anxious to score. Like it, it, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I don't really mind this at all. Um, also, I'm anxious that 16 of you guys in the chat haven't liked the video yet. And Gary Lewis in the chat saying, I like the video. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Um, so Gary. like the video. Get rid of my anxiety. But it's not that negative. So I don't need to get rid of it. Yeah, you're right. I've got some positive anxiety as well for our monthly last Wednesday um, when everybody is going to be at Four Peaks. Literally all the shows will be there. Woo! It's going to be a blast on August 31st. While we're talking about the last Wednesday, you still got time to enter our Toast of the Month sweepstakes. And if you do win, you're going to walk away with a $50 Four Peaks gift card, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Go to gophnx.com or click on the link in the show notes. You got to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. Shane, let's talk about the opponent a little bit, right? We, we there is a before we get there. I wanted to I wanted to tote this in the last ad read, but you mm -hmm. toted you out toted me, and you just mm -hmm. you kept talking. You out toe treated me, and you kept talking. So um, I, I just wanted to say I bet on Rory McIlroy this weekend, and I won some good coin. Um, and they gave me an odds boost for winning. So if you haven't downloaded it, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app because it's fantastic. And watch PHNX Bet's Daily Show every Monday through Friday at noon. Okay, that's all. Okay. I love it. Absolutely love it. No, I want to I give you your, your moments. Any other good bets you win this weekend? Like, I'm here for it. Like, if you got anything. Mm, no. I mean, I, I didn't do bad. Just I'm hammering on the Phillies tonight, and I'm waiting for the D-backs lineup to drop so I can bet on Corbin Carroll. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's crazy that he uh, – he finally got the call. It's time. D-backs fans, get ready. If you haven't already uh, got a ticket, definitely go out, check it out. Uh, back to football, back to ASU football. Gary in the chat saying, Matus injury could result in two fewer wins for the 2022 Sun Devils. I don't necessarily know if Michael Matus is worth two whole wins by himself. Um, it would be tough to pin two wins like plus or minus, I think, on any one player other than Emory Jones, and I even don't think you could pin – two whole wins on a guy like that. Like it, it's such a, such a team game and it's such a, like, we'll go out there and kind of see what happens. Like, it's just kind of, you got to figure the game's called differently with who's out there. Um, and the defensive line does have a lot of talent. Um, so I, I think they'll be fine. I don't necessarily think it's two whole wins with him gone. Um, now back to, to talking NAU for a little bit. Let's, let's get a for the people that don't know, um, what ASU is expected to see the world beater Thursday. lumberjacks, the world beating U of a stomping the, the, I don't know. The nursing school, the nursing school of the forest, the only cold place in the state of Arizona, the Northern Arizona university uh, lumberjacks. So they had a five and six record last year in 2021, 15 returning players between offense and defense. I believe there's 60, New guys on this team, 60. That is a lot of new players with the majority of them not being transfers, the majority of them being true freshmen, right? So this is a very, wow. very young roster. Um, however, they do return some key guys in some key places, most notably at quarterback with RJ yeah. Martinez, right? A guy who is still young. He's a sophomore. He's a freshman last year, obviously. Um, other key returnees include safety Morgan Vest, who was a, a top-tier player. I believe he had 106 tackles at the safety position last year. Um, he's a ball hawk. He's by far their best defensive player. 
you could argue he's one of the best defensive players in the Big Sky Conference. And they also bring back running back Kevin Daniels. Uh, but I do want to talk a little bit more about RJ Martinez uh, because he's good. He's a really good player. He was named Big Sky Conference Freshman of the Year in 2021. Here are some of his numbers. So he had a 61.8% completion percentage, threw for 1,700 yards, 7.8 yards per uh, per completion, 14 touchdowns, only two interceptions, and he had 146.4 passer rating. Um, he dominated the Big Sky Conference last year. 1,700 passing yards? That's it? Yes. They did not pass the ball very often. But Was he the only he, freshman in the conference? <laughs> he, Hey, man, 14 to 2 in no, terms of I, I mean, he's I've, I've watched tape. He's good. I didn't know he only passed for 1,700 yards. I know this, is a, this isn't an air raid offense, but that's, that is crazy. In 11 You're games. You're expecting more? How much more were you expecting? It, dude, if you play 11 full – did he play the full 11 games last Let year? Let me look. I'm going to look for you right now. There's no way. Let's see. That's – like in one game, he threw for 417 yards. Okay, there's no way then, because that's 160 yards a game. Less one, than two, that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So he only played in seven of the 11 games. Okay, that's that's passable. That's not as bad. Yeah. See, so, 1711 games would have been crazy, but that makes sense. Yeah. So he threw for 88 yards against U of A, 208 <laughs> against a school I have no, a lot of the the, the Northern Colorado Bears. He threw 417 yards against Southern Utah, 136 against Sacramento State, 238 against Idaho, uh, 90 against UC Davis, and 167 against Cal Poly. Uh, Again, the Big Sky Conference, they're not world beaters. NAU is not a world beater in and of itself. Um, It's safe to say that Emory Jones is the better quarterback in this matchup on Thursday. Uh, But, you know, it's it's worth something that NAU returns their quarterback, right? Like a guy that gets a second season, you know, in the same offense. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see there. But outside of RJ Martinez, right, you've got Kevin Daniels and you've got Morgan Vest. Those two guys are really the only other giant threats to ASU, if you even want to call them threats. What is it going to take for ASU not to look past an opponent like NAU because we've seen it before there years ago when ASU played NAU, it was a close game at half ASU went on to win, but what's it going to take for the Sun Devils to, to play this game the way it needs to be played and not look to Oklahoma state next week. My biggest thing about playing a buy game kind of like this is you make sure that, you know, you do your film, you watch and study. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it's will it's want it's, it's, it's the want to, and if they come out and want to step on their throats, they will do that. I mean, it, you need a tone-setting first drive, and scripted drives in the NCAA, especially the first of the season, usually go well. So if ASU goes three and out, I'm going to be very sad. But with that being said, a, a good scripted drive will go a long way, um, regardless if you start with the ball or not. Then it comes to the defense. Um, the, the defense is the one that's going to set the tone. And the defense is the one that's or not set the tone. The offense is going to set the tone if they score first. But the defense is going to be the one that can really put this team away. A good defense against a small school is the the, the difference is insane. Um, if you can if you can get two sacks on the first drive, even just one sack. As I've said so many times, this team loves its juice. 
like just like toddlers, they love their juice and they can get fired up real fast. When this team has swagger and they start getting going, watch out, you're in trouble. So yeah, big things. Uh, Gary mentioned something. He said, um, Emory should run more frequently uh, than JD5 did in 2021, which will boost the offense. Um, not only will it boost the offense, from, but a quarterback scramble that goes for 15 yards is not only deflating for the defense, but is also so uplifting for the offense um, because your and leader, the fans. Yeah, your leader is 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 putting his body on the line. Um, yeah. So if he can break off some big runs, that will also be deflating. ASU just needs confidence, and uh, again, it, it's the want to. If they want to step on their throats, they're they're going to be able to. So. I just you need to see passion, you need to see fire. Game one, yeah. week one, Thursday night. Come on. You mentioned, dude, that was like an ESPN promo right there. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> said, give me the juice. Week one, game one, let's go. Thursday night. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm ready to go now. Like, <laughs> Run through a wall. I'm walking down the Sun Devil Stadium and I'm knocking down the gates, man. I'm ready to fucking go. Uh, it's gonna be exciting. And, and you mentioned the the X factor of what a, a scrambling quarterback is able to do for an offense for the fans. You think of like Manny Wilkins, for example, right? The last like long-term outside of JD five, obviously, but like Manny Wilkins, right? What was Ma- Manny was never known here for like, you never saw a highlight of a Manny Wilkins throw. Right? It yeah. just never happened. Like in, he didn't ever have the greatest arm. wasn't the greatest quarterback, but every highlight or anything that I can remember that got the, the crowd absolutely into a game was Manny taking off. And hurdling somebody. Now, I'm not saying Emory needs to go out there and start hurdling. I people. don't want him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but a 15-yard scramble, like you're talking about, making a play out of nothing, which ASU hasn't had a lot of the last few seasons, right? They haven't had a guy outside of Rashad White that's been able to turn a play from nothing into something. Emory, Emory, able to do or, that, Emory, geez. Jaden did that a couple of times. Jaden, Jaden was a, was a master class at broken plays. But when you needed a, a conversion on third and seven, you'd throw it five yards short of the stick, and you're like, "What are we doing?" Um, but yeah, I, I completely, I completely agree. It, and there's something so magical. God, I'm so excited that that football's back. <laughs> football's there's here. There's something so magical about you know receivers being covered downfield, especially in man, and you see that that the hole between the guard, a guard and a center, open up, and you see the quarterback. Look at the line, and then the stadium starts seeing that as well. They're like, "Oh!" and it gets loud, loud. <laughs> and then the second he gets past the line of scrimmage, it's just eruption and it's chaos. And college football is chaos, and I love it. But I hate Scott Frost. Okay, I'm good. Okay. Did, <laughs> did you bet on Nebraska? Yeah. Yeah, unlucky. <laughs> it's okay though. It's okay. Uh, you mentioned the magic of college football. Like it, it's back. It's exciting. Um, almost exciting as Foco, which is also magical mm. in a way with their bobbleheads and their Crocs and all their fun stuff. Can combine um, and magic. if you didn't know, Foco's got you covered with the best Arizona merchandise. Like I said, they've got officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids. That includes Sean DePaz and everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. Head on over to Foco.com or click the link below in the description for all non-presale items. Use the code PHNX for 10% off. Shane, I do want to do... I, I want to save our like actual predictions for when Sean's back and we get yeah. a little bit closer to the game. But Sean I asked loves, you this in the office a little Sean bit earlier. Predictions. What is it going to take for ASU? What what margin of victory? And I put I put this on social earlier um, at phnx underscore sun devil. So go give it a vote. Uh, but what margin of victory would make you comfortable going into week two or for the season ahead? Three three touchdowns, twenty one plus. Arizona only. 
<laughs> no, but 20, 21 <laughs> over. Um, it, that's what it needs to be. It needs to be a three touchdown win at least. Um, then I'm a little comfortable. Comfortable. They win by thirty. If they're up by three scores at halftime, and as long as nothing catastrophic happens, and they start playing their backups in the late third quarter, then I'm fine. I don't care what the final yeah. score is. Um, I I've said this before. I think the line's probably going to be between twenty three and twenty seven. I want to say, um, but we've seen how how low They've not just the, the the media, but also the the odds makers are. On ASU, I could see the line teetering toward the three scores, which I would hammer. Um, oh, yeah. I could see it being as low as like eighteen points. No. I could see it being around. I wouldn't see a flat line of eighteen, but I could. I could one hundred percent see the odds makers setting it at eighteen and a half on the lowest I, mark. I couldn't. I would There's expect no a twenty-two. I would be 23, Like you said, but uh, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. And it, it, look, we're gonna we're gonna be the ones to tell you exactly what that what that spread is because we're going to have the head of DraftKings Sportsbook on our live show on Wednesday. So we'll ask him straight up what the line is going to be. Yeah. Like, so if, if the line's not it, yeah. set by then, we'll be sure to have it for you guys no later than Wednesday at three. Yeah. Uh, so definitely tune into that show. Uh, Love me some Johnny Avello. Johnny Avello is a phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Uh, and I mean, he's great at what he does. Right, like he, he's an absolute legend at what he does. I'm pretty sure he's in the. I don't know if it's the. It's there's no way it's actually called the Sports Betting Hall of Fame, but he is in a Hall of Fame. Yeah, I just don't um, know exactly what it can is. I, listed. Can I can I derail us for a second? Gary Lewis in the chat just making me so sad, bringing up some of the worst memories. He says, "Remember in twenty in twenty twenty one Utah game when Jaden overshot a wide open wide receiver about the two by about six feet." No exaggeration, he says. Still was JD5 every blessing, but 2021 was rough. A lot of talent wasted. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we covered it in the offseason. <laughs> um, we talked about it. Go watch our other pods. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, we also did post-game shows. I did a post-game show for that game. Um, I was sad. Uh, so you want to go watch that, go ahead. But for now, I'm looking forward to the season, man. I've got all of that out. Uh, we wish Jaden uh, the best before. But yeah. It's EJ5 season, baby. Or Brian EJ5. Kelly also today, LSU, was asked about starting quarterback, says they've got their guy, they know who they're going with, but they are not going to announce it. It is going to be just a case of whoever rolls out on that first possession is going to be the guy. So it's tune in to uh, the LSU game. They got FSU. Is that Thursday uh, or Saturday? That is, that's a Saturday game. Second straight year, Brian Kelly is uh, coaching against FSU to <laughs> open the season. So last time. That counts uh, as the Brian, Notre Dame mention. Damn. Okay, well, I'm going to give you another one because I don't know if you remember Brian Kelly after Notre Dame beat FSU talking about how, like, it was actually a pretty close game. I think it was a one-score game. No, at the end of I don't game. remember that because I didn't cover Notre Dame, Totri. Okay, but afterwards, Kelly had a viral moment where he said he was in favor of execution and because he was asked about the execution. Oh, I do remember that. Players. I do remember yeah. that. I'm sorry. I do remember that. <laughs> so we'll see if he has another all-time quote after this game on Saturday. Brian um, Kelly in favor of execution. Yeah, like that was the most random headline to ever come out of a college football game, I think, ever. Especially one, like, in the middle of a pandemic and everything else. Uh, we've got, you know, a lot more shows throughout the week, so we'll save a bunch um, of, the, of the talking points that we still have for ASU and NAU for a little bit later in the week and tomorrow as well. Uh, we'll hear from Glenn Thomas and Donnie Henderson tomorrow. We'll see if they've got anything interesting to say. 
Donnie never steps up to the plate and doesn't have something interesting to yeah. say. So we'll be sure to have that for you guys tomorrow. But before we get out of here, Wait, Shane, I've got some. Can I, some... Can, I, can I bring up a comment? Yeah. Is it another Gary Roaring, comment? No, it's Roaring Fork. Next week, I hope they don't look past OSU in anticipation for Eastern Michigan. Good one. Good one. Oh, that made me chuckle. That made me chuckle. Shane, I, I feel that. like Shane's on the verge of tears with some of these comments. That, no, that's really funny. I, I, I appreciate that. Um, oh, that, my yeah, God. I don't think they'd be doing that. I'm very excited for that so? game. You don't though. think they'll look past Oklahoma State no. to Eastern Michigan? Um, there's going to be a place to watch that game, and we'll we'll disclose that on our Twitter. Um, but you yeah, can right. watch it with us, um, the mm. Oklahoma State game. So keep your Send eyes on THNX underscore Sun Devils. So time for the hard hitting questions. Yeah, okay. We've got some 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 real, just absolute make you scratch your head questions here. Okay, some smackers. So some smackers. I'm going to start off with one that I saw on TikTok, and I had to think about this. And I'm still not sure I've got a real answer. And Leah can 100% chime in here as well because I'd love to know her answer as well. So we'll start with a softball. Do you prefer pizza in triangle form or square form? Triangle. Not close. Next. Not close? Not close. So you're a crust guy then? Yes. Huge. Interesting. I think if you if you, go... if you If you don't eat crust, you're a child and – um. Figure it out, okay? You're 25 what, what plus you years old. What do you have square pizza, bro? Nothing. But if you don't eat crust, you're 25 years old, grow up. But what if they're not 25? What if they're 24, like me? Okay, if you, if you eat crust and you're an adult at 18 plus, grow up. Okay, what about circle pizza? What? Like the bagel bites. Oh, insane. Incredible. Amazing. Fantastic. Need more All-time of All-time great invention? Yes, I need more of it. I haven't had bagel bites in like years but man i want one now okay this is the one that really got me aaron in the chat saying square oh. of thin crust triangle for rest no but i will say roaring fork this is the this is the only exception detroit style pizza have you had detroit style pizza i have not no oh my god it's like it's like it's like crispy deep dish it's 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 like a it's like a hybrid it's square usually unbelievable trust me roaring fork i know unbelievable I didn't know Detroit was known for anything other than being bankrupt, to be quite honest with you. Wow, so Totri, jeez. <laughs> I'll Come have on. to go. Listen, Sean's not here, so I got to throw one city under the bus, and I figured it'd be one that doesn't have any. So why not? Um, the yeah. next question that really stumped me, and I will be shocked if you have a solid answer here. This is a fight to the death, okay? Would you rather fight a duck with laser vision? Yes. Or... A newborn puppy. Oh my God. A duck with laser vision. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I'm not, I don't care if I would sacrifice my life for a newborn. Well, what type of puppy is it? If, if, it's, if it's any type of doodle, I'm fighting the doodle. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I hate those things. God, they suck. It's not an, it's not an oodle. Sorry, Sean. It, it's like a good dog. It's like a good breed, not okay. some hybrid mix made in a lot. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, um, but you're going duck with laser vision? Yeah. Well, but I also really like ducks. Ducks are dope. But it's got laser vision, bro. Think of like a Superman-esque duck. Am I just dead, like, dead if I die? No, but you've lost two limbs at random. You don't oh, even get a couple I'm, limbs. I'm, I'm, I'm squaring up with the puppy then, man. Puppers is going down. I have to kill it? I don't want to say that. I'm not, I'm not answering this. I'm not, dang, I'm not saying I'm going to kill either of these things. <laughs> no. What do you mean, no? 
No, I'm not answering this. I don't it is a kill life someone. or death question, Shane. Okay, can we fight to can, – can we have, like, judges? Can I TKO a puppy? Because I'm – no, I don't want to do that either. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not answering this question. I'm not answering this question. My, oh my answer God. is redacted. In the chat. I'm interested Next. to know which, which of you guys would fight a puppy or a, a demon duck. Like, imagine – can you imagine, like, you wake up in the morning, your alarm goes Is the off. duck speaking in tongues? Yes, the duck actually oh. – speaks portuguese wait no i mean is he speaking like latin is he speaking like an ancient language is he like a demon yes because then i would try to befriend him i would demon sell my duck. soul you would to befriend duck. a duck a yep. demon duck with laser vision you're trying to make yeah. a how the Totri, fuck do you do that Totri, i'm a smooth talker i'll tell you what i could i could figure it out so, I could figure it. okay pretend just we're in this scenario no okay? i'm not pretending this next question no, 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 no. No, we've taken we've drifted far beyond the puppy the puppy is in you know it's it's wherever it needs to be it's in paradise i want to know more about you befriending a demon duck like before we get out of here you wake up in the morning feeling like p diddy okay and it's like 7 a.m you still Why got does it have to be a scene eyes. this doesn't need to be a scene no i'm making it a scene okay but it doesn't okay. need to be i just walk i walk i walk in there and i ask him what he needs from me to, to team up and if he says my soul i give it to him there bottom line final answer do you would Over. trade your Next soul question. to befriend a demon duck? Yes. Are you kidding me? You know how much you could do with that? I don't imagine much. You could make so much money off a demon duck. A demon duck could just spawn <laughs> on you. It's a demon. Talking? It can do whatever it okay, wants. Okay. Next question. I, I, that's all I've got. That's all I need to know. That you had two would, would you rathers? I had two would you rathers. That's all. And after <laughs> you decided that you after, – after the sentence, can I TKO a puppy – I think I, I don't think we need, we needed uh, another one, uh, but here here you go. Here's one more. Would you rather? Okay. More furniture or lazy boy? More furniture, easy. Okay, easy. That's the easy answer. That's yeah. the right answer, and it's the answer that all of you in the chat or listening at home should have said. We are excited for you guys to see how our friends at More Furniture hooked up our entire office. Um, still a TBD as to when we'll be able to go live from there and show you guys all this cool stuff. But it, it is a new studio. It is new furniture. Um, they really hooked us up with the whole nine yards. And if you're interested in checking out Moore's Labor Day sale, visit morefurniture.com. That is going to do it for this Monday show. Guys and girls, it is game week. Arizona State plays football in just a couple of days. Kickoff against NAU on Thursday. We will have a post-game show. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have an element to that post-game show that I guarantee you nobody else covering the game will have. So definitely stay excited and be ready for that. And we're going to have shows throughout the week for you guys. We'll have an audio show on Tuesday, a live show, like we said, on Wednesday with the head of DraftKings Sportsbook, um, Johnny Avello. And, hey, you never know. We may do the post-game show with some burritos from Burrito Express. More than likely, we'll do it with some Four Peaks. But I can guarantee you guys uh, that I will definitely be going out to practice tomorrow and getting a breakfast supreme from Burrito Express. Shane, when was the last time you stopped by our, our good friends at Burrito Express? Uh, the signing. I've been so busy, Mr. Anthony Totri. I haven't had time to get down to Tempe. But, um, you want me to bring you a burrito tomorrow? Yeah. I'll bring you a burrito from Burrito Express. Cool. And all of you guys should definitely, if you're going to go get a burrito, get it from Burrito Express. Josh, yes, lyric of the game it's will back. still be happening, man. <laughs> Season I'm, I'm two. so excited to see what Jane can, can pull out of his ass, honestly, with some of these. Uh, I don't just it, pull it out of my ass. There's a lot of thinking that goes into it. 
Okay, man. Okay. Hey, I'm excited that we could do a yeah. full season with all of us, right? New year, new squad, new show. New tree. a lot of fun. New tree. No, same tree. Oh. Just- um, one quick thing before we get out of here. D-backs game tonight. Harvin Carroll obviously making his debut. I will also be making my debut. Me and Jacob Franklin will be doing the hot dog race. So if you're at the game, please come say hi. Definitely say hi. Rock your PHNX gear. Um, because then we can take a picture with you and post it on social and be like, We can still take a picture with you and people. post it on social if you're not wearing PHNX gear. No, I refuse. Absolutely <laughs> refuse. Uh, but definitely go check us out on social at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Got a lot of content for you guys to interact with, some polls, some interesting questions, uh, some just great stuff in general. And while you're over there, you can give me a follow at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deefen. You can follow the man who comes out of retirement tomorrow, Sean underscore pause, being absent as always. But thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you on Tuesday. But for now, peace. peace.